What's up, everybody? Welcome to Howdy Radio, The Next Generation, episode 58. I'm Brandon. I'm Lane. And back with us uh, by overwhelming special request is our good friend Tyler. What's up, Tyler? Not a whole lot. How is everybody? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, before we go anywhere, we gotta uh, we gotta tell Tyler uh, how much everybody liked having him on the show. I saved this for the show. I haven't told Tyler this really, but um, everybody really enjoyed having you on the show last week. Uh, everybody listened to the episode, and everybody was like overwhelmingly positive feedback of we really liked having Tyler on the show. Tyler did a really good job. Everything he said was worth listening to everything he said was very well said well spoken and that was you had just a ton of compliments from everybody which we don't get a lot with just us two anymore we just repeat what we've been saying for the past three years you're right that's a positive thing about adding tyler to the show is it just it just mixes up what we've been doing regardless so i think people that are listening are happy that there is something else there to make something different than what we've been doing but at the same time, it's not just that they're happy that it was something new and different. I think everybody thinks Tyler did a really good job. So, yeah. well, I appreciate that. So welcome back, Tyler. Great job, Tyler. Thank so, you. We uh, we got a pretty cool episode this week. We uh, we have a brand new Howdy Inc. show announcement coming up here in a few minutes. That's going to be our main event for this episode. We'll get there in, uh, in not too long. And then we also want to talk about, we've been playing the new Streets of uh, Streets of Rage 4 game on the Switch the last couple days. Uh, Rick and Morty comes back tonight. Uh, we've got some wrestling talk to get to. So that's what all we've got for this episode. So we'll get there. But before we do, let's talk about our week. What did we yeah. do this week, guys? Anything fun? Um, this, uh, this week I played... Um, Because I've been looking for a a game to play with my friends. Um, As I said last week, I was like, I need to to find like a PVE kind of game to play with all my friends. And we started playing um, Destiny 2 on the computer. So that's been really fun. We've been like kind of grinding that out. Does our computer run Destiny 2 well? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. What uh, what have you been doing that is non-video game? Non. Let's... Let's throw that into the mix. Um, I've been game. on a lot of like hangout calls, like with my friends and stuff, and I also started watching uh, Mr. Robot on Amazon Prime Video. Yep. So, uh, another mention of oh wait, hold on, I forgot to mention something too. Hold on, I got too much stuff to talk about. Uh, let's rewind. Uh, the very <coughs> beginning of the episode, like the very first thing you heard, uh, sounded different than what you normally do, and that's the little ukulele. Uh, little jingle that plays as our transition music. This week is <coughs> is different. It is not played by me uh, when I played it originally like three years ago. We have a special guest ukulele player this week, and that is our good buddy Special Keezy. Kyle did, uh, did the music this week. He sent me a message last night that said, hey, I just got a ukulele today, and the first song I want to learn is the Howdy Radio song. <laughs> and I thought that was awesome. Like, that's such a cool compliment to me. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right. He's like, uh, I think he asked, like, hey, do you know the chords to it? And, of course, I was like, no, I, of course, do not know the chord names to it. Uh, so I had to come downstairs and get my ukulele. I really, honestly, haven't played my ukulele in a while, so I kind of had to yeah. kind of mess with stuff to remember how to play it, and I've messed it up a 100 times since. So uh, me and Kyle got on Hangout last night with our ukuleles, and we had, like, a ukulele learning session. Yeah. So uh, 
he's very new to the ukulele, so he didn't pick it up right away. Uh, but I was like, if you get it good and you get it to where you like it, I was like, record an audio sample of it, send it to me, and I'll make you like the special guest, uh, special guest ukulele transition yeah. player of the week. And then that gave us the idea to like kind of run with that. Uh, Taggart ended up on the call with us, and he was kind of messing around on his acoustic guitar playing in it. And I was like, well, record yours on the guitar, yeah. mm -hmm. and we'll do that. We'll use that for the next one. And then I want to do one uh, like you guys were using for your band stuff, the app like that, where you were making music with each other. Mm -hmm. I was like, we could make you know multiple people yeah. playing the transition. So I think that's something we're going to do for the next few weeks is yeah. special guests and different transition music, because why not? Right. So good job, Kyle, on learning. Yeah. The how to and I and I heard it. Actually, did sound pretty cool. Mm -hmm. so. I was getting mad because it takes practice. Yeah. And uh, it takes a little while. Yeah. Uh, but he stuck with it all night long, and I taught him part of Imagine. I taught you on you that on the ukulele a long time ago, Tyler. Yeah. And that was those. Those were really the only songs I could remember how to play on the ukulele. Isn't it just so. like the first and third string? Like I mean, I, think, I feel like I remember it being. As basic as basic gets. It's pretty easy, yeah. Yep, that's why it's a good one. I can, great I, can, so, good, yeah. I can play that on guitar here at 600% speed. Cool. Because it's a really slow song. Alright. Uh, so yeah, so sorry that I forgot to mention the Kyle thing at the beginning. Now, where were we before I had to go backwards? Streets of Rage, I think. Streets of Rage. Yeah. That's in the second segment. No, I was talking about like what I've been watching. What so. you've been watching. Yeah. What we've been doing. Alright, so that's where we are. What have we been doing besides playing video games? You've been hanging out with your friends. Tyler, anything going on, really? I went on a run in the uh, middle of the week, and then towards the end of the week, me and Mama went on a long walk okay. throughout Deer Park. I want to get in on that, and I, yeah. I keep saying that, and unfortunately I have not yet, but I've been doing some exercises here lately, and I've been saying that maybe I'd like to start running uh, Running also. Uh, I haven't ran purposely in my life since probably like 8th grade, but it's something I'd like to do. So maybe if yeah. I just keep saying I want to do it, that counts. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, what We did a, um, a fun thing online today. We got on Zoom today. With a bunch of friends and family uh we had like 12 different groups on the call some of them were just a one person some of them was like a family of people and we uh organized a big old trivia game and we played that today and that was a lot of fun did you think that you guys like that yes, yeah definitely sure. we did pretty good our team got uh fourth. fourth yeah just by five points yeah uh we hosted it liz, well technically liz hosted liz got all the questions read all the questions she this was really her thing um, and we actually gave out prizes. That was a $25 gift card for the winner, and second and third place got something, too. So I thought it was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. We did bingo a couple weeks ago. Today we did trivia. Yeah. Maybe in a couple weeks we'll figure out something else to do also. Yep. yep. Cool. Was there anything else that we were supposed to mention during this segment? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. What else? I just feel like that's not a great what's up segment. What else? What else is happening? I mean, it kind of reflects how how everything's going right now. I guess. Yeah, just a, a whole lot of nothing. Yep. Yeah. What else? There was nothing else this weekend. What do we do Friday? Friday. Oh, we haven't talked about the shrubs at all. Our entire oh, front yard cool. looks completely different. Yeah, great, great example of something to talk about there. Yeah. We've got all kinds of bushes in the front of our house, in front of our porch that we no longer wanted there, so we decided to get rid of them. 
and we uh, used our neighbor and his truck to wrap a chain around bushes and rip them out of the yard. Yeah. And it worked pretty well. Very satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, now we don't have any uh, bushes in front of our house, and we now have uh, growing grass. I don't know how long it takes to grow grass. I've never done anything like this before, but I've owned a house for two months now, and apparently that's what we're going to start doing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. What else? Is that it? I think so. Yeah. Friday, uh... Friday was on Bandcamp. You could uh, buy music, and Bandcamp would not take a cut of the money whatsoever, and I thought that was really cool. So there's all kinds of artists that I would like to support during these times. So I bought an album on there on Friday. Lane, I was talking to you about, like, should I buy this album on Bandcamp, or should I uh, subscribe to this artist on uh, Twitch? Because the artist's name is Hannah, and that's primarily where... She does all of her stuff is on Twitch, so I was kind of deciding on how to spend my money. Basically, mm-hmm. I ended up doing both. I, bet oh, okay. I spent ten bucks on uh, on Bandcamp, and I spent five bucks for a month on Twitch. I don't know what that gets me. Does that get me anything? Um, it, it supports. I can watch all of her live videos. What else? It's is there? It supports her. Other than to support her, does it like give um, me anything? It gets you like. So I, call, I don't know what her subscriber bonuses are, but a lot of them are, like, emotes and, like, okay. those kind of things. So no, that and that there are sometimes where streamers will have it so that, like, depending on how high your donation is or what is attached to it, mm-hmm. sometimes you get, like, filtered into, like, a certain, like, Discord and stuff like that where yeah. it's more and more, more like a, a one-on-one kind of thing. Gotcha. So you're no longer just the part of the general chat. You can, like... Say stuff and it'll chat. like show up and like and like a direct message more or less. There's also like, um, Twitch has added a, a thing a couple of weeks ago um, called um, highlighted chats where like if you're a certain tier subscriber you can like highlight your chat so then like people more people will see it. Okay. And um, I just like watching the Twitch. I just like watching the streams. So yeah. I don't think any of that. I got a shout out for subscribing. So yeah, that was cool. That's always satisfying. She called me Cap Thowdy, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's always that's a first. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard someone call you Cap Thowdy. I've heard that on like video games and stuff for quite some time. There's a gotcha. there's a screenshot on the computer of when I use one of my like Twitch Prime subs that you get free every month. I used on one of the Rockley YouTubers I watch, and I have a screenshot of like because he has like the overlays of like the recent subscribers, which is like a it's like a screenshot of his face like talking and everything. And just at the top right, it says recent subscriber Lane one 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 three. So this one was really cool. Uh, it was like right as she was like literally like closing out the stream, and she's like basically saying thanks and bye to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her music style is like purity ring, fantagram, that kind of thing. So that means that her mic is like reverbed to the max because that's that style of music uh so as she was closing out her thing thanks for watching and then i subscribed and then she's like thank you cap thowdy 1027 and it repeated like a hundred (laughs) times over and over and over again as she was like still talking in the background like my name was still like reverberating (laughs) through nice it sounded pretty cool it would have sounded a lot cooler if it was pronounced correctly yeah oh well it was still cool. Mm-hmm. You just hear, Cap Thowdy, Cap Thowdy, Cap Thowdy. <laughs> it was pretty neat. All right, yeah. we got a big uh, big announcement. Let's do that. All right, are we ready for the big Howdy Inc. news show podcast? 
announcement? Yes, yep. for sure. All right. Uh, Lane knows the announcement because he was sitting next to me last night as this whole thing kind of came to be. Uh, Tyler was on the other side of the room in the basement with headphones on and probably didn't hear us as well. So Tyler's like, he doesn't know what we're talking about here. Uh, and it involves Tyler. So I kind of liked that it. it worked out that way because it will involve Tyler as well. So what we're getting at here is uh, we always come up with new ideas for podcast and sometimes we don't do them. So hopefully we do this one. Uh, so Kyle and I were uh, on the chat last night while we were uh, playing our ukuleles. And I don't, I don't remember how the conversa conversation ended up where it did. But what we decided to do was uh, that Helm and I have never hosted a podcast together. Uh, we've been on each other's podcast, but it's never been like mine and his podcast. That's, gotcha. that's yeah. never been done. Um, and with the exception of like Liz, because uh, she's always you know been the main other howdy ink person like kyle's kind of been the right hand man for a lot of it through the years so mm -hmm. i figured it'd be cool to uh kind of do something with me and helm so what we have decided on doing is that now that all of uh the re the tv show rewatch podcast now is a big thing uh, i've been listening to the scrubs one mm -hmm. uh there's the office ladies podcast and i'm sure there's five thousand other similar kind of things yeah. in that so we're kind of taking off of that idea and we're going to do a rewatch podcast of the howdy show we're going to start it's going to it's essentially going to be a mini series podcast is what we're going for because there's nine episodes of the howdy show so you know you can only do so much yeah. so we want to basically do Ooh, an episode your finale should be ninja land we'll get there okay um so uh so we have nine episodes and we want to basically do an episode for each episode mm -hmm. and then um you know watch the segments talk about the segments uh it's where you know if you're watching the live stream or if you're watching you know later on youtube or whatever you'll be able to see the the scene that we're talking about as we watch it together and then you know we'll break it down talk about where that scene came from or whatever so then the other thing that we want to do, too, is to get special guests on the show that relate to each episode of that as well. So, like, the first episode, you know, me and Kyle will be the host, and maybe we'll get Liz on the first episode because she had a spot on the first episode. Uh, Dave was on the first episode. The infamous Helm falling off the couch while we were wrestling was a part of the first episode. So having Helm on here to uh, talk about that would be really good. Uh, Kyle was not a part of the first episode. That was uh, that was one he was not a part of. But starting at episode two, and the next few going from there, all had Kyle and Kyle's ideas and everything were in there. Well, so didn't you doesn't like, Kyle uh, you and Kyle interview me? Correct. Yeah. So like already in my head, like I can't wait to do episode two because episode two had Keezy's crib. It had Howdy size. It had uh, it had the we interviewed you mm -hmm. about like politics or something stupid yeah uh so those are all like pretty classic howdy re howdy show scenes so like obviously you would need to be a special guest for episode two that would that would be a for sure thing all right uh, and then we go from there and then you know episode three would have whoever's associated with that on down the line and that's what we want to do and hopefully 
we can crank that out in a reasonable amount of time. I don't know exactly when we're going to start it. Mm -hmm. uh, Kyle's going to kind of be the the producer guy of it. He's going to run his side to where he can play the videos, and he kind of does all of the, the grunt work on that. So I'm pretty excited about that because then I don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got a way cooler setup, so he might as well be the guy that does that. So setup is still cool, though. It is. We just turn our setup a lot, but... Like, not even just, like, the mic and some stuff. Like, I get compliments about that kind of stuff all the time, so. Well, um, so then the Ninja Land thing, that came up last night also, because, uh, you guys remember a couple years ago, we went up to Kyle's to record yeah. a commentary podcast on, uh, I think it was on the Keezy show. Yeah. Is what Kyle was running at that time. Mm -hmm. Um. I was never real happy with that. I don't think it went well. I don't think I don't think I did a very good job on it. I hadn't done a podcast in probably five years at that point. Gotcha. So I just didn't think it went real well. I didn't think it sounded as good as I wished it would have. Mm -hmm. So we thought, okay, well, then maybe we'll do it again. Why not? Uh, so we thought maybe run through all of the howdy shows and then make the finale. So and it makes a nice solid number of to say it's a 10-part miniseries to do nine episodes and then mm -hmm. enjoy it. Yeah, there's... Uh, so, well, there's there's nine episodes of the Howdy Show, and then at one point, uh, one of the ways that we tried to bring back the Howdy Show at one point in its history was we started releasing videos called Howdy Show Shorts, because I got to the point where I was like, um, and I don't want to talk too much about it now, because this is all stuff we'll want to talk about on there, but still, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it got to a point where I was like, I'm having a hard time, I feel like, coming up with like 15 minutes worth of material mm -hmm. to where we need like five skits to make that happen. So as opposed to like releasing nothing, like let's just come up with a, a five minute skit here and there and just make that and we'll just call it a howdy show short. Mm -hmm. We did three of those before that idea just kind of fizzled out. Gotcha. So, uh, so I, I think maybe we do... I don't know. Maybe we do an episode that is just dedicated to the Howdy Show shorts. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's a possibility. Maybe just isolate Ninja Land itself. Like, yeah. is that's how most documentaries are, or like stuff like that anyways, is you do most of them, and your last episode is the where are they now, or there's like the B-side mm -hmm. kind of aspect, so you do the nine of the straight up, mm -hmm. and then your, your tenth episode is your three shorts. Mm -hmm. And then just its own separate piece, because that kind of makes sense that Ninja Land is its own. Thinking it has enough substance to be its own standalone. I was even thinking maybe the Ninja Land one could be the finale, and it could be like a two-parter, because that's a forty-five-minute-long movie. And I mean, we could we could break that into two different things yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Different guests on different episodes, maybe something like that. So that's that's just what's being kicked around in my head at the moment. Gotcha. So what do you, you guys think? That's a good idea, or yeah, I thought it was a good idea. I'm thoroughly looking forward to episode two. Mm -hmm. And I want to get, because uh, not everybody, like, you know, will I be able to get on the show as a guest, uh, but I'm thinking, like, you know, there's a couple people, like, from episode one that, you know, maybe I could get them to just, uh, like, record a little video of a, like, where are they now, or do you remember making this video or something, and then maybe we can just, like, inject that into the show or mm -hmm. something like that. Because that was... Uh, that was, I think it was last year was the 15 year anniversary of Howdy Inc. So I, wa I thought of, you know, kind of doing a documentary almost on the first episode of Howdy Show. So I think that 
is kind of just evolving that idea into doing it this way, podcast form. So gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is it really? But how old yeah. was I in Ninja Land? Pretty I, young. I thought I was like two in Ninja Land. You what? Something like that. I mean, I guess that Liz was add up. Liz was pregnant with Lane at the end of Ninja Land filming. Yeah. So do the math. Was two going on three? Something like that. Oh yeah, because I would because I, I I would have turned three at the beginning of the year. Lane was born at the end of the year, so that mm. adds up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that. I guess there ain't a whole lot more to talk about. But that uh, we don't even have a name for it yet. That's not something that we figured out. But Kyle said he's going to work on graphics and all that stuff. And Kyle always does a really great job with graphics. So that'll be cool. And we'll get it on. Uh, on all the podcast platforms and everything and this might be one that you really want to watch instead of just listening to we'll make mm. we'll make both versions available but if you're doing like you are with this and just listening then you won't get to see all of the stuff the howdy show was a visual it was not just a podcast yeah so that's definitely one you'll want to watch on youtube or wherever it ends up living which well, i guess the howdy and youtube is what it'll be that's it yeah that's super awesome though yeah, I mean, that's a cool idea. I'm having having fun thinking about different stuff to do with it. It'll be fun to do a show with Kyle, because him and I have not done anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, something a little different. And if there's anybody I want to talk to about the Howdy Show, it'd be Kyle. Especially with the, you know, s- episodes 2, 3, 4, and 5 were, like, all Kyle-heavy. He was, like, the star of the show almost for gotcha. those few episodes, so... The last few, he was not, so we won't really have a whole lot of insight on that, but it'll still be good. Cool. All right. All right. So I uh, took a little break from Animal Crossing this weekend because Streets of Rage 4 came out. And it came out for all, I think it's on every platform, if I'm not mistaken. It's even on the Xbox Game Pass, if you have that, so you can just play it on there. Nice. Uh, so Streets of Rage was an old game that was very, very popular for us Sega Genesis kids growing up. Uh, it was a must-have, in my opinion. All three of the original, street, the first three Streets of Rage games, I had all of them. And like everybody that I knew that it was a, that was a Sega kid... Like, I mean, it was a must-have. You had to have Streets of Rage. They were essential games for the Genesis. So they were very fun, and they haven't made one since the 16-bit days. And then they finally made this new one, Streets of Rage 4. So I was pretty excited about Oh, so this this isn't a remake? No, this is a new one. I assumed it was, like, the equivalent of Resident Evil 2, of, like, this already existed, here's new graphics. No, this is a completely new game. Uh, They've been working on it for a while now, a couple years now that they've been talking about it. Yeah, it's a brand new game. Gotcha. It's got a couple new characters in it. Uh, So let's talk about the game. So we bought the game. It was a $25 game on the Switch, or you can do it on the Game Pass, like I said. We, I chose to do it on the Switch because we could have four controllers and the four of us could sit there and play couch co-op together. It does have online as well, uh, but the couch co-op is really what I was looking for with this one. Mm -hmm. Because we used to play two players on the Genesis all the time. There was no four-player option on the Genesis. Uh, so it's a it's a basic side scrolling beat 'em up, I guess is the genre that that game yeah. is under. 
Uh, the graphics obviously are updated since the Genesis days. They're uh, more cartoony looking now, I guess. What, what what art style would you say the game is? I mean, I think they look like how the other games compared to them look, but just like cleaner cut. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you still put, like, Michelangelo on top of the game, it would mm-hmm. still look like the TMNT side-scroller. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think to each its own, I think that that kind of game has its own art style. Okay. It's almost like a cell-shaded style, almost. Like, that was really popular there for a while, but it's not quite that. I like the graphics. I think they look really cool. I think mm-hmm. all the animation of when you're fighting and beating people up, I think it all looks really good. I think it's a very good-looking game. Yeah. So are you guys, we have played it. We played, uh, I think we said there's 12 levels. We're on stage six. We beat stage six, did we not? Oh, yeah, we, we did. Just we beat just beat stage it. six. We played one through five, I think, last night. And tonight while we were waiting for dinner, all four of us hopped on and beat one more level. So we're basically halfway through the game at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a few hours worth of playing. So it's not too long of a game. Uh, but who knows how many times we'll have to retry the later levels as they get harder and harder as they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you guys think as uh, as halfway through the game? What's your thoughts? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I yeah, mean, I don't think I'm half bad because I'm the one that always gets to, like, the boss fight the first time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, just, it's always just me. Yeah, we were <coughs> playing last night because when you get done with the level, it ranks your four fighters of who, you know, did the best and whatnot. I kept getting last place. I was... I guess I'm not very good at the I game. got first place a couple of times, and then Tyler started getting first place, and I started getting second. So, um, is it a game you would recommend? Like, you would tell your friends, like, oh, I'm playing this game, maybe you should check it out? Or more just, my dad is making me play it with him? Or I think there's a middle ground. I don't think yeah. my you friends would honest. enjoy it to recommend it, but I don't feel forced to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what about like on the Game Pass? Like you know, like I guess that's mostly speaking to Lane because Tyler plays mostly on the PlayStation. But like, what about on the Game Pass? Like, oh hey, like we can all four hop on and play this game because it's on the Game Pass. Or your friends would be like, "What the crap is Streets of Rage? Nobody knows what that is." Um, it's personally I don't think it's a, like a game that my friends would play. It's definitely a, a more retro game. It's not a first-person shooter like everybody just plays now. So. Mm-hmm. I think we like it more because we like those retro kind of games. So, mm-hmm. like I love playing The Simpsons and especially the TMNT yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, those are classic games. I mean, how could anybody not like those games? In mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Um, I could play The Simpsons one over and over again. That game was so fun. Yeah, those were great games. And this one's cool because you unlock new characters as you go on. Like mm-hmm. we have five unlocked now, but like with The Simpsons, I mean, you're only limited to the family. Yeah. And this one I'm looking forward to, like, as you go further, you can unlock, I think, like, different costumes or something or another. Or not so much costumes, but, like, it has, like, the 16-bit equivalent of, like, there's what also the levels. Look like. So you can, uh... There's also retro levels. There's also that's retro that levels that you have to unlock, too. And I'm not, I'm not sure if that just happens as you progress through the story and you get those levels or if there's something that you actually I think it's like a like a secret passage and it's like a I wonder if it's XP based because I've noticed at the end of all the levels Mm -hmm. there's those three little hexes closer towards the end of the Mm -hmm. bar we're about halfway through but I wonder if those are like big unlocks we are essentially playing even though we selected normal difficulty there was an easy difficulty Mm -hmm. we selected normal Uh, we're we're playing it the cheap way of playing it, I guess, is the way I'm trying to say it. So there's a couple of different reasons for that. One, 
Uh, there's essentially like a friendly fire mode that you can turn on or off. Quit eating your fingers. Um, so you can, you're just punching everywhere in the game and there's a really good chance of you punching your teammate because there's four of you on the screen and there's other people that you're trying to hit. Mm -hmm. So we first started the game and we realized we started punching each other and we got in each other's way and it takes health away. So we're like, nope, we gotta start that over and turn that off. So we did. And then there was also an assist thing that we turned off, like once we all died at some point, where it gives you a couple extra lives, but it, it gives you a couple extra lives, but then in turn, it makes how much points you get beating a level considerably less. Yeah. So it, you know, takes away, it dings you for having more lives, which is cool. Uh, but I think it's going to get to the point where, like, to unlock these cool things, like, you're, you're probably going to have to take it off of hold your hand mode yeah we're gonna have to run the game back at least three times yeah to get enough xp yeah i was uh i was trying to mess with it today because i was going to just play it by myself i was just going to like pick a level and just play it because i know you know you can go into level select but you can't go into level select until you have beat the game completely so that wasn't an option not even like to replay levels we've already played no nah. So we gotta beat that first. So that means we gotta stick with it and keep playing it because I don't yeah. wanna. Not there's a lot of stuff that I can't click on right now because it says I haven't beat the game yet. So gotcha. we gotta stick with it so that I can have all of those options. And Which is cool because I'm glad that there's still a game that does that because like for the most part that doesn't happen anymore. Meaning what? Of like, of in order to get these cool things, you have to like actually like go and complete the whole game. Mm -hmm. First of all, the fact that there's like a whole game handed to you on checkout is a little little not not the status quo anymore usually like you're handed 30 percent of the game and the rest of it will come in dlc in the future yeah so it's kind of cool to like it rewards you for just sitting there playing the game beating the game and then after the fact you'll be handed some See, cool I, stuff for going through like, i know what, i know what you're talking about because that's the only thing like you talk about anymore is how like the no you don't actually buy a game anymore but i think recently at least in the past year or so that has changed a lot i think since a couple of the big ea failures i think people have realized like yeah. people this we're gonna lose a lot a lot of money if we don't just actually put in the time and, like do i that agree kind of the thing. microtransactions have gone down which yeah. i think is yeah. really good now with ea uh, i think that's mostly but at the same time i do agree that I, I feel like we're kind of on the other side of that trend that was plaguing the video game industry yeah. there for a minute. Uh, but at the same time, there's a reason gone. why Destiny 2 can go for free, is because they have five DLC packs right. well, that are related yes. to it, which have made the game five and, times and as much as buying a, a basic game. Transactions. I mean, that's, yeah. There's but, certain games, but games in have economy, that's the way that they work is that they would rather pull you in for free or for cheap or whatever, because Fortnite's the example of that also, and it works for a lot of games. But there's some games that you should just be able to pay for and just have the game. Yeah. But, like, for Destiny, I do understand. Like, it is free, but there's also a lot of stuff to do without buying DLC. Like, yes, there are, like, $20 DLCs that'll get you a lot more stuff, but the base game by itself has a lot of stuff to do. So, like, I don't plan on buying a DLC for that really anytime soon. Yeah. And I, I felt the price point for Streets of Rage 4 at 25 bucks. It was on sale on the Switch, even. It was, like... 22 and some change or something like that I guess because it's brand new or something I'm not real sure mm -hmm. uh, so I, pay, I basically paid 25 bucks for it even with tax and I've read uh, I mean it's not a very long campaign we've spent however many what you 
two three hours we've maybe put yeah. into it realistically probably yeah uh we're halfway through the game but again you know it might take us longer to get through the back half of the game because it'll be harder and yeah. we'll have to retry levels and stuff so i bet we'll get in the seven to eight hour range and yeah. that's just with the base game before and like the extra yeah. levels and stuff like that and i think an eight hour game of the four of us sitting there and playing through is well yeah. worth 25 bucks i for think sure. that's a good value for that game mm -hmm. uh it's been fun because like you know on all the different social media sites that i'm on like everywhere uh, i'm a part of like a Sega Genesis community wherever that lives, whether it be like just following hashtag Sega Genesis on Instagram or subscribing to r slash Sega Genesis on Reddit. So like all the different little Genesis communities I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's just, it's cool when a game like this comes out because it, it makes everybody in those, com in that community excited. So like yeah. all, all weekend long, there's been Streets of Rage posts, all of the, all of the different social medias have been much more busy because yeah. there's actually something Sega that we can all kind of attach to for a little while. So gotcha. that's fun. Being a lifelong Sega kid, uh, it's fun when stuff like that yeah. happens again because it doesn't get to happen for us Sega kids too often anymore. Mm -hmm. So pretty cool. There was, a, uh, there was a question on Jeopardy the other day that involved Sega. What, how did that one go, Tyler? It was who, I think the category itself was who made it, and it said something like, here's a Switch, uh, and then like proceeded to describe Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, the mm -hmm. most recent one, and the guy said Sega, and he, he was dinged as it was wrong, and the next person answered Nintendo and was considered correct. They answered a couple more questions, then came back from the break and told him that they were also going to accept Sega. Be and I still am not quite sure how I feel about it, because, like, it makes sense, because, like, I mean, half the ti half the, the characters' names... I mean, Sonic is Sega. The, the, the public... The, another publisher of the game. So we looked it up, and uh, because I thought that, too, we, I was thinking to myself that it's made by Nintendo, but they just have the licensing rights to the Sega characters... But that was not correct. It, they're both publishers of the game. Yeah. They're both listed as publishers of the and game. And I felt like so. I, I slightly knew that going into it, because I felt like I remembered like loading into the screen, and there was like the whole Nintendo thing, and then it said Sega, and yeah. then the title card showed up. Yeah. But part of my problem with that is is even Jeopardy just regularly sometimes likes to like do very basic sentences that are like, anything that we said cryptic in the last time, goes all out the window here's the very simple answer we're, we're handing this to you right now yeah. so in order to say here or that's a switch mm -hmm. is very misleading of like at that point you're expected to say nintendo but, but if you're going to accept answer. sega say which two are affiliated with this th thing so now you yeah. can get the easy nintendo answer and then someone like him or like you can feel rewarded when they know the back half of it and can say sega as well mm -hmm. it was a very uh, misleading question what, what is your guys' opinion and knowledge of Sega? So, I mean, I, you guys know I have, like, a Sega Genesis sitting over there. Mm -hmm. But just in general, there's no right or wrong answer here. I'm just, you know, you guys as video game kids did not live through any Sega hardware. So, yeah. what is your knowledge or thoughts or opinion or no matter how little or much it is what 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 do you guys have 
I just enjoy Sonic 2 with Tails. I mean, okay. so you I don't know a whole lot about most of the older stuff, let alone Sega. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, you guys have played Sonic. Um, I guess we really haven't sat down and put a lot of time into the old Sega-type stuff. And even with the Sega, or I guess the quote-unquote Sega stuff that I have played, has been on a Nintendo system. Right. Like, the main Sonic game I played when you, like, turned into a werewolf, that was on the Wii. Yeah. And, like, there are certain... And then, like, I play all the mashup ones. I love the Olympic games, but yeah. those are all on Nintendo consoles. Yeah. So I think the only thing that I've actually just straight up played on what the was Sega... That game called? ...was just the original Sonic games that we've played on there. Saw it up and down? No, what was that game called? Sonic Underground? The game, not the show. Sonic Unleashed? Yeah. 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 There's been a lot of Sonic games through the years, uh, and a lot on the Nintendo as well. Yeah. The newest Sonic game, Sonic Mania, is one of the best Sonic games ever made. That game's fantastic. That's on all the platforms, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, it was fun as, for me as a kid back in the 90s. Like, you know, now you've got the PlayStation versus Xbox, and I guess versus PC, you know, that's PC the Masterclass wars that are going on in this day and age. But, like, it was super fun. You know, being a kid and living through the 90s console wars as well with Genesis versus Super Nintendo. And I was the Genesis kid and my friend had a, had a Super Nintendo. Uh, but I think more of my friends had Sega Genesis during that time than friends that had Super Nintendo. Uh, and then it just went from there with the Sega Saturn and the Sega... Dreamcast, and then that was it for him. But it was funny a, a couple of days ago because I've started to play a little bit more um, GTA um, on the Xbox, and um, I sounded so because I've been playing a lot more on the PC recently. I sounded so PC Masterclass when GTA took a little bit longer to load, and I was like, I can't wait for this thing to get an SSD in it, and I was like, What have I become? <laughs> Is that what you kids call it, is PC Master Class? Yeah. Because the subreddit I follow is called Master Race. It's, it's basically I the same thing. I understand the same yeah. thing. I just, yeah. I've just, in my head, it's always been Master Race. I personally am Reddit not is. like that. Like, you and Lane are both really tech-savvy on computers, but I would much, I'm a... I'm a console gamer for sure. Oh, I am too. I mean, I, I literally need all the buttons to be just in my hand real quick and not, like... And Lane talks know, about I mean, being a PC gamer, but he's plugging in a controller. That's so. true. Not always. Mostly, 99% of the time. That is not, not... I play I play Rocket League on a controller, and that is it. And you only play Rocket League. That's not so. true. I play every... 99% of the time. I play everything else on keyboard and mouse. That's just the one game where also everybody else plays on controller. That... It's just like that. I think my so. thing is necessarily that I don't really need everything to be all top of the line. Like, even when watching stuff like just watching movies like if i stream them and it's at 480p i could literally care less i can see your face i'll still react to the movie just the same so i feel like i don't need a crazy graphics card in the playstation or like i don't know i don't need a huge box full of like all these crazy gadgets i just i need whatever playstation hands me and a controller and i'll i'll be satisfied yeah, yeah. i mean i have a computer that i mean it's a very modest gaming computer is putting it probably nicely um, to me it's just I mean for one it the cost of having a PC that will stay up to date to play the most current games 
is too much money. It's, that's just all there is to it. I'd rather pay for a console um, in five but years. The, but the only just, thing... And I, and I'd rather pay for a console because I once, I... once I own that PlayStation console and I decide what game I want to play on it, as long as that game says PlayStation, it will play on it. Yeah. I don't have to be like, how much RAM do I need? What's my this and that do I need? Will my computer run this dot com or whatever? That's just pcgamebenchmark.com. That's I just to that site almost every day. Just too much. Uh, the compatibility. I think the only problem I should have to worry about thing. is how much storage is on the console. I feel like that's the only like problem that I can have. Is like mm -hmm. that's the only way you can possibly not play a game on the console. But I think the if you just have already played too many games on said console. The only thing that I think our computer has a little bit of trouble with is the graphics card. I think our RAM and our processor are too like well RAM is kinda cheap, so like we can upgrade to sixteen gigs like kinda any time. And our processor is like a good, like kinda top of the line one. Our graphics card is just not like our crazy um, good. Our processor is more middle of the line than it is top of the line, but yeah. Well, like from what, because I go onto that PC game benchmark, which is how I find like what the specs are for games, mm -hmm. and like they have like a graph that's like the minimum and recommended, and like with the processor, like usually with the recommended, it's you, it's most of the time over the recommended thing. So usually the graphics card is the only. I think one of these days, me and you should just like split a new graphics card or something, or maybe I just do it because I'm the only one that would care about that. And that's three or four hundred dollars. I know. And that's that's, that's why I said stupid. split originally. See, but at that point, I'd rather just throw an extra hundred on top of that and get the PS5 than to throw more into the next two sixty-dollar games that you're going to be able to unlock getting that new graphics card. Yeah. But but like, just. It's, I'm, I'm it's, glad we it's have the still computer that we different. Have. It plays Fire Pro. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah. It plays Tony Hawk Underground. Yeah. That's to me. And Clone Hero. I love Clone Hero. That's the, the only the, reason why I come on with the yeah. computer. So for me, those are PC games for me because those are those are PC games. Yeah. Uh, but I everything else. But I play, play PC games. I don't. I don't play those kind of games. I don't. Okay. I understand. you you're besides Fire Pro. You're playing. ROMs of other games that you could play on the PS One or something like that. So like, it's yeah. and I'm so all, yeah. I'm all for whatever whoever wants to play anything on whatever they want to do, but it does seem that uh, there's definitely the stereotype of the whole PC master race people that are they're usually just a little overboard about I'm a PC gamer yeah. and like that's annoying. Yep. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's a million annoying video gamers out yeah. there that type on the internet. But uh, one of the most annoying is the PC master race type people. I still think that the Xbox versus PlayStation is so incredibly stupid. Oh yeah, I was talking. Uh, uh, talking about the '90s console wars. I guess so. Whatever. But like, cause well, I mean, still on that. There's that thing that went on Instagram a little while ago. That was the graph. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? It that was, was like how many like Xboxes the, like the are very, in the New York very, like it was. It started with NES, and it was copies sold. Mm -hmm. And oh. like it just went up, and then mm -hmm. like the SNES came out, and those went up, and then like would end up surpassing NES. And oh, I've seen that kind of stuff. It, it was crazy because like it went from like 360, and 360 was going on pretty solidly, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the DS showed up, and the 360 graph was the smallest thing in existence. Yeah. Like DS shattered. Oh yeah. And I don't think I realized that, but like yeah. 
you look at copy, I think because it, it was consistent copy sold, I think, is why the graph started to get smaller. Yeah. But it was like DS, like, I mean, you could still buy a DS now and thoroughly enjoy it. Like, yeah, that's one I mean of the timeless consoles that you, like doesn't age poorly. Um, a lot of my video game shopping is done at Target because it's just kind of convenient. So, um, but I mean, you look at their, what they have on their shelves, and I mean, there's the Switch that is obviously the main thing that's there, but the 3DS is still right next to it. Mm -hmm. And there's still stock in there, and I don't know how well they're selling at this point. 3DX, XDXL. Yeah. I mean, you can add There's many still quite a few it, games that I want to play on that console that I never did. So, and I yeah. think that just goes to show that just like you don't need a, a whole uh, bookcase underneath your desk in order to have a good time. Like, it, you can literally have a console that just like sits in your hand, play wherever you want. I mean, mm -hmm. that's why. But like, uh, it's not just that. Like, you don't just need it. Like, of, like, it's just such a cool idea, and you just. Like Jake has I like mean, a the, the the only crazy attachments. It's it's just the console. You just play. We're a couple years into the lifespan of the Switch now, and you can't walk into a store and buy one because they're so yeah. popular right mm -hmm. now that they're not on shelves. Yeah. They're on eBay for three times the amount because of yeah. It's just convenient being and just it does the job. Butts. Yeah. Yeah. But, Nintendo but does a great job of uh, they don't flex their specs. They're yeah. not like we have all these teraflops and gigaflops, yeah. and they're like. We got Mario and we got yeah. Animal Crossing. We and got I, the actual games that you like. And I appreciate it doesn't that, matter that. As opposed to like the PlayStation like conference that happened where like they didn't have the I guess they didn't have the information that I was looking for. That anybody they didn't it show wasn't the just you, of the it console. They didn't show the controller. It was just specs. He just Numbers. yelled yeah. yelled weird words at me and it was just yeah. like Nintendo doesn't even try and do that. Yeah. The main guy comes on but the screen every once in a while, gets translated out of Japanese, and he but says the new Mario game's coming out, and I get excited. They still know their audience, PlayStation and Xbox do, more so than Nintendo. There are people out there that want to know how many teraflops And especially and with people like who are talking about so how this is going to be like the PC of consoles, and if they're trying to get all these PC gamers on it, that I mean, that's fair. sharing all these specs like that gamers know. But at the same time, important. I appreciate that Nintendo's out there just going like, you know, we just got this awesome game. Yeah, yeah everybody. Here's Mario Party 27. You're gonna, gonna love it. Here you go. Yeah. And then I get excited. I still make quality games. I wanna. Yeah, because like Mario Odyssey, that was the first like. That was a fantastic new Nintendo game. game in a hot minute that I thoroughly enjoyed playing. Like I, I sat down, I beat the crap out of that game. I you know, I will say though that I feel like I'm a little disappointed with the current Mario Party title. I think that's because you just kept rolling twos. No, <laughs> I, I agree. I with feel that. like it's not a full game. I don't feel like there's sixty dollars worth of game built into that thing. There's only a couple levels to choose from. Well, I, when I just you feel play like the first three, it unlocks you three more. So keep that in mind. But still, I think the mini game quality lot. is where where my disappointment is. It is for sure not like the as Wii good. had crazy mini games that like really got you into the game. And I think that's also because you played that for so long, and now it's a new thing, and you're just like, oh, this isn't as good as the old. I'm one. just like, where can I, I climb up the palm tree? Why am I not beating people in this game? Where is the spam a games? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I it's, don't it's think different. that the current title is as good as the Wii games were, and mm -hmm. I don't think the Wii games were as good as the GameCube games were. So I feel like I feel like Nintendo really doesn't so much care about the Mario Party franchise at this point. I don't think they put much work into this. I game. feel like it's, it's just but whatever they the don't concept put in that, they do put in Mario Kart. Uh, I love lot, the new Mario There's Kart. a lot of other places, yes, and it just seems like they just don't care about Mario Party, which is a little unfortunate. Yeah, well, you also can't do a lot of different things. Like, the only thing you can do is switch up 
the it's the there same concept. No you walk around a board, you get some stuff. There can be stuff that's added to it. But honestly, at the same time, just do what Sega did with Sonic. Just put like the last few things of Mario Party all into one one game and just make it so that the next Mario Party is Mario Party 1 through 3 mm. and that's just the new game. Yeah. Which I never thought I'd say that cuz I I used to like hate when people like combine or like remaster yeah. stuff, but Sonic Mania does a really good job of like here's old stuff and yeah. here's a little bit of new stuff and old here's stuff. newer looking old stuff. Yeah. Like um, if you layer it right, it looks really cool. And like Mario Maker 2 uh, is still getting updated. Yeah. They just added a whole new thing to that where you can build your own worlds and play each other's worlds. And yeah. like they've done a fantastic job on updating that and adding stuff to that. They do the same thing with Smash. They keep up to date on that. Mario Party is just not something... I know it doesn't sell nearly as well as any of the other yeah. games that we just mentioned. Which is crazy. Like, um, I mean, I guess that's just I, I what our family play. plays, I guess, is why I think it's crazy. It's been like, something that I we've love played Mario Party. for a long time, yeah. We started playing it on the GameCube, and every time one comes out, we're still interested in checking out the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, that, that went on for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so, Streets of Rage 4 is yeah. out now. Go play that. Uh, what else did we want to mention during this? We wanted to talk a little bit about wrestling, and we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty comes back tonight. It's on I feel like we could just talk about that in this segment, because I feel yep. like we won't... Oh, okay. I was going to say, we, I feel yeah, like we don't need... Like, that'll be like going. five minutes in. Uh, tonight, Rick and Morty, the other five episodes, I think is specifically what it's called. Yes. Uh, starts tonight at 11.30. Yeah. I think, I think we're going to watch it. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I am too. I need. I think I need to go back. I guess. I. I mean. I, it's a little too late to do it now. But probably yeah, throughout s- the week before the second episode comes out, I'll rewatch season four. Because yeah. I remember me and you started watching season four when it first came out, and I felt a, a little underwhelmed. Yes. But at the same time, like it's so hard to like make a show like that be what it was for the first three seasons. Because mm-hmm. like we. They just made we, such a good show that it was just like it couldn't. Because our family mostly watches sitcoms, and usually the formula for a sitcom is it's about nine seasons. Your first three are the foundation, your best seasons are four through six, and then it goes down around seven through nine. That's but probably, R- Rick and, and Morty. That doesn't mean that doesn't matter if it's a comedy or yeah, that's most that's true. That's it just well, kinda, no, that just for, is how for it a is. couple of shows that I've of watched, it's there, like there are, of course some differences there but for the yeah. most part i would i'd say somewhere in the 90 percentile yeah. of tv shows that have came out yeah. in the history of tv that there there is very few shows that you can say episode eight was at their best or season eight was them at their best yeah. or season 12 was that show at its best mm-hmm. that does not happen yeah. It just Except does not. Except for The Simpsons. Simpsons. Season 6 through 12 is about the peak of Simpsons' existence. But the beginning was fantastic. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, like, but Rick and Morty but is different is in that case. That, too. like, season 1 of Rick and Morty was ridiculously hilarious. Mm-hmm. Season 2 somehow upped the ante. Season mm-hmm. 3 had Pickle Rick, which broke the internet. Yeah. 
So then I guess the first few episodes weren't a Pickle Rick, so I felt underwhelmed. But like, but you also Rick can't, and Morty is Rick and Morty, and I enjoy it. I so. hate when people say that. Season three is not just Pickle Rick. That is a single episode. I hate. I don't like that people do that. It's like there's a reason look, why there's one of Yeah, I know. I know the reason because it's popular. And yes, it did break the internet, but yeah, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like that that episode to be that episode happened, and it kind of just like threw away everything. Like the next. I don't remember most things after season three because after that Pickle Rick episode, it was like, oh, nothing will beat Pickle Rick. And then, like, I don't think I watched most of the rest of the season three, like, besides a couple episodes because of that. And it, I feel like it kind of ruined the experience for me because everybody was just like, oh, Pickle Rick is the best episode. You are the kind of person that if everybody starts talking about it, then you're against it. Kind of, Yeah. Yep. Like everybody's like, oh, watch Tiger King, and Lane's like, no, it's not just, just how you. No, are. that wasn't just that. Whatever. I was I mean, just I've been that way in my life. I was just well. done seeing it on but every single social media ever. That, that's what I it's was. It's just an example of way. you know if something yeah. is like that, then yeah. then you're not into it, and that's fine. You're allowed to be whatever you want to be into, but whatever. It, it, it it's so we'll certain watch, things that we'll are like that. We'll watch the new episode tonight, and we'll we'll make our own judgment. And on there's also what happens. Um, the, the new show. Season. I'm glad they released five more episodes because five yeah. episodes was not enough. Yeah, especially um, at the the quality that it was. Like I felt the, like it wasn't yeah. like I couldn't go back and rewatch episodes of season four. Yeah. Um, and there's also the new show that is coming out on Hulu yeah. later this month. It kind of looks like a Kmart version of Rick and Morty, but but it's also not because it's the same people. But you can't tell me it don't look like a Kmart version of Rick and Morty. It looks though. like something that has the same artistic, like, cartoonish I mean, kind of look a, and the same kind of comedy Maybe Kmart's not the, yeah. the way to put it. And I, I say that... You're saying uh, carbon say copy that, minus the humans. Yeah. And, but I, I don't know. I like Kmart, too, so... I think it's basically... Right. I think it's just a spinoff, basically. It yeah. looks like it's the like same... It's like set in the same world, but it's like... Yeah. Not... Yeah. Well, Which I mean, I, I don't mean, mind because as, sure right, as of right now, Rick and Morty only gives you a half a season yeah. every three years, so I'd like to have yeah. some substance to watch and as, with that kind of humor. As I said, with you know, I'm glad they gave us five more episodes. When they only gave us five episodes at the beginning of the season, uh, and I was like, oh man, that sucks that it's only five. In the grand scheme of things, I kind of liked the way it worked out, that there was five, and then there was a shorter break until another five. It wasn't yeah. two as years. to ten all at once, and then three years yeah. until yes. it comes Agreed. back on again. So I'm perfectly fine with them splitting up like, up like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that. We'll watch that tonight. And next week when we get on here, we'll say if we liked the episode or not. We'll follow up on that. Yep. Uh, the last thing I think we had to talk about on the list of things to talk about was wrestling. We can't go yeah. a, a week without talking about wrestling. It's live this week. Uh, this week coming up is actually live again. Uh, and by wrestling, I just mean AEW. Yeah. I think everybody knows that at this point. No, let's talk about WWE before we talk about AEW. That's, uh, that's true. The rumor going around right now is that WWE is possibly being sold to Fox slash ESPN. And that the deal might be done as soon as mid-May, which is just like a week or two away. Literally, as you said that, I just thought of something. That would make WWE a Disney product. Did you not see the thing I posted in the group chat of Vince McMahon drawing the Disney thing? I did, but I don't think it registered with me that Fox was Disney, and that's why that that makes sense. It's just crazy capitalism. If you needed another reason to not be a WWE fan, there it is. That's that. Um, 
even Dave, who is the most hardcore of hardcore WWE backers, uh, was like, "That's really disappointing. Like, I don't, I don't really know what to do with that information." Because uh, what honestly, do with that information? Is he disappointed with the stupid product and, and let it go? Vince, but you can't be Vince can't go a month Disney or anything like that. You got to be disappointed with Vince that of he's not going to throw it down the family tree. The fact that yeah. he's ready to call it quits and not no, him he's, to the family. He's ready to call it I quits mean, because they don't have fans. Of his family being called the authority and like basically running the business like actually on camera so i don't I'm, i mean i guess running a business i think everybody assumed that at some point wrestling that is different but shane mcmahon and stephanie mcmahon and even triple h was all going to own the company at some point once old man vince was done with it uh but it seems like he would rather have a payday i guess and of course none of us know the inner workings of anything he might sell this company and then give those people you know a billion dollars each out of the cut of it but but then they don't own the wrestling business. Yeah. So maybe they will one day open their own wrestling business. So yeah. one of my coworkers brought that up. Like, what if they started their own after this, like, happened? Or what and will I most likely happen so. is that they will get hired to do their same jobs that they're doing, owned by somebody else. But you never know. And realistically, while it does suck that they wouldn't be running it, I'd much rather have a Disney a Disney product of wrestling that has those people writing as opposed to a McMahon-owned property with McMahon writing. Yeah, it's hard to happening. say because WWE has sucked so bad for so long now that obviously the people that are doing it aren't good at what they're doing. Or yeah. it's all Vince's fault that, you know, crap's all over the good ideas. There's well, it's not just that because, like, so, all these people have been in the indies and, like, all these people have, like... So, shown such good talent, and then they go to the E and just get buried. Yes, and then come to AEW and like, because I thought that uh, they need to stop believing people. I thought Jack Swagger was gonna be so stupid and what a waste of a, a mm-hmm. hire. But I think Jake Hager is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. right now he's still like doing the whole Kmart Brock Lesnar. But I mean, I, there's no Kmart pretty, references today. There's a lot I, of I, Kmart. I, I need AEW to stop signing E people. It's annoying. But in, th- in that case, though, I really like Jake Hager. I mean, if you want to say that you can't purchase, or I mean, purchase is a weird, weird word, sign people from AEW, you don't have an AEW champion right now. Because Dean Ambrose is right now the champion. Mm-hmm. And so if, if you want them to stop, then you but shouldn't have won in the first place. Cause then John there's, Moss, a fine so line, there's a fine line of I don't want it to just be people that didn't work out in one company because we are uh we're, we're kind of an indie wrestling family so <coughs> i think i'm speaking for all of us i think like we're kind of more i'm okay i'm not speaking for all of us for me i am more interested in like you know who's this new guy that can yeah. come up that i can learn or i've seen at little indie shows and yeah. they come up i'm more interested <coughs> in that than who can they get from the other <coughs> show and that's partly just because I'm so anti WWE yeah. at this point mm-hmm. that I just I don't know like Zack Ryder's one that just got released he will 100% for sure be showing up in AEW. Yeah, he's that never boring. He's to me. never done anything for me, but in but WWE, again, but again, Jack WWE, Swagger was awful. That's his WWE character that we all hate so much. He was a part of the Bullet yeah. Club. He was with all of these guys, so he has history oh, with these guys. Oh, I didn't guys. realize that. And that's not something that we were there for. So we just have to see how that stuff goes. Yeah. But at and the like, same I agree time, with that because my favorite people are like uh, Paige and Orange Cassidy, which are both just 
new people. Yeah, just right. straight up new people. Um, um, and I thoroughly enjoyed those storylines way more than, unfortunately, the Cody storyline right now. Yeah, but at the exact same time, you also, I, I say all of that, and at the exact same time, I mean, Chris Jericho is the best thing in the world. Yeah. So... I, guess, I, I, I think guess, he's been I places just, to the point where you can no longer just consider him an E person, though. Yeah, is but that he was say? for a super like, long time. But, yeah, I mean, he's got a, a huge history yeah. in all of the companies but, uh, as well. but, but still, I think they're going to bury themselves if they are the company that takes WWE rejects. They're just going to bury themselves. What do you think America is, though? That's, I mean, uh, the, I mean, that's what WCW did. That's what... Uh, TNA did. I mean, it's not the, sec- the second Hogan left. WCW took Hogan, and like, well, even though that was like great and all, like with the NWO and that kind of stuff. But like, if they keep just taking those kind of people, especially like, well, that's sometimes how it has to work. Especially you have like, to take the ragtag, beat up, not as useful toys to make a, a solid good product. If everything is all polished, but like, if I think the thing is that we know that we have to know and that we have to think about is that. All of these people that we don't like, we don't like because of what WWE has yeah. made them become. You more or less just dislike so, Vince McMahon when you dislike a character. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's that. I, we don't need to go crazy. But like, that. if they would have, yeah. if if Ricochet were to be released, and yeah. AEW would have signed Ricochet, I'd be. But I, I don't but think. Yeah, there's but, certain people that, of course, that I would love to leave WWE and come there. But I think he wants. should be the same thing he kind of was in Lucha Underground, which isn't... I think he should not show his face. I think he should, like, be, like, a luchador, like how he was yeah. in But the nice Lucha thing is, is, when you go to AEW, they let you decide that. Yeah. They say, how do you want your character to be? You get to come up with that stuff. Yeah. That's how wrestling has been since the dawn of time until the last 20 years when WWE decided that they would have a staff of 30 writers decide that for you. Mm -hmm. And obviously that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, That's that. Uh, So this week, uh, WWE and AEW are both live this week coming up, Monday and Wednesday night. Uh, At at first, last week, they were uh, under the assumption that they were going to be able to have a crowd. Uh, But that is not going to happen now. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but in Florida, they announced that on May 1st that you were allowed to run at 25% capacity. So they were going to be able to run Daly's Place or something like that and actually put some people in the crowd. But then right after they announced that, then they, their governor said, actually, that's a really stupid idea, so let's not do that. Mm-hmm. So, But it appears that they are still going to be able to run live as opposed to taped, uh, which AEW has been for the last month or so with the same eight wrestlers on it. Uh, so it'll be nice to see some new people and some, some new fresh faces, new stuff going on. So hopefully it'll be a little better than it was the last few weeks. It got a little stale the last few yeah. weeks. And uh, luckily the tournament is over. That is no longer something you have to worry about until double or nothing. Yeah, uh, I haven't had a whole lot of bad things to say about AEW so far, but the current tournament that they just wrapped up, the TNT Championship, I feel was terrible. I think that's. It's probably the worst thing they've done yet. and um, I mean, even with the people they had, there were... I mean, I sat there and just thought of a couple of things. That, like, it could have been Dustin and Cody, and it could have been a fight against the brothers. Mm-hmm. Again, a double or nothing, and that would have been cool to go but full circle. But it was circle. very obvious what was going to happen, and it's exactly what did happen. Jake Roberts was like, oh, so. Caesar, and then here we are. Yeah. So, check out wrestling this week. I mean, that's all we got for that, yes. right? Yes. Yep. All right, I think that's all we got for this. Let's get this thing wrapped up.
think that's all we've got for this show. It was a little weird because our our main segment wasn't our longer segment of the show. Yeah. The show announcement earlier was uh, was not as long as our yeah. rant that we just went on about whatever we just talked about for however long. So shout out to Kyle again uh, for the awesome ukulele music that you have heard multiple times throughout this show. Nice job learning that. Uh, I think Taggart's going to play his guitar next week for the transition music. So maybe we can just like make a thing. Like if you want to do the transition music, if you want to learn the song, uh, learn it, figure it out. Uh, apparently I'll get on the internet and teach you how to play it is what I did last night. If anybody wants to do that and come up with your own version, we'll use it as a special guest transition music on the show, because why not? Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. You can play it on your clarinet. You can play it on your trumpet. That could, you guys could like play it together. That's true. That yeah. could be a transition music one week. All kinds of different stuff. You were, you were working on GarageBand. Recreate the song in GarageBand with like a bunch of different instruments or something. All kinds of different ideas we could do with that because why not? For sure. All right, I think that's all we got. Uh, stay tuned for more information on the new Howdy Show Watch Along podcast that uh, is not actually named yet, but we'll figure that out here soon, and hopefully we'll start doing that here soon. We'll let you know on uh, the Twitter how that goes. Follow us at Howdy Inc on Twitter. That's where I post pretty much everything that we're doing. So uh, follow. Tyler on Instagram and Twitter. Where are you at? Or Ty just Instagram? Yeah, Instagram at tyy216. Lane? Yeah, by Instagram at um, lanyaeast1113 and on Twitter at lane underscore wiley. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram Captain ha capfowdy1027 is where you can find me. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about... Uh, the new Rick and Morty episode and I don't know we'll figure out what happens between now and then hopefully we beat Streets of Rage and we can give our final thoughts on that yeah uh, that's it yeah alright Tyler thanks for coming by again hopefully uh, you well. did as good of a job this week as you did last week I'm sure all of my friends will let me know and uh, Lane thanks for always being there yeah you're always here so that's cool yep alright see you next time <laughs> see ya <laughs>